אוקיי, ברוך השם, ואין חודש אדר, הנהדר, דיבר כבר חודש אדר. ויאמר, אישם, אישם, אישם נכנס אדון, מרבים, מרבים, בשמחה, yes. We have to increase in שמחה. Increase means that all year long you have to be happy. Right? Unknown halakha over here. It's an obligation, for those who don't know, it's a mitzvah to be happy every day. But in Adar, there's an increase to that happiness. You have to pick up the level of happiness. Now, that takes some, some work, that's a job, it just it doesn't happen by itself. The person has to really get more involved. And he has to see, what do Hazal, what do the rabbis of Masichat Ta'anit want when they said these words, when Adar comes in, we increase in Simha. And why is it? Why do we increase in Simha? We know Rashi tells us in Masichat Ta'anit, Yemen Nisim Israel, the days of miracles from Israel, Adar bin Nisan. Rashi mentions very famous Rashi. Those who didn't see, you can see it inside. The Chavtet, I think. Chavtet, maybe Lamed, the Chavtet. So it says over there, Yemei Nisim, Adar and Nisan are these two great months of miracles from Israel. Notice Rashi says Nisan also. The Gemara just says Adar. But Rashi is explaining that's just the beginning. Which means we are, we are on a program now. We are on a program now called Simha. Mission of Simha. Extra Simha, as we just said before. And you have to make sure that you're going to every single day pick up the stakes of Simha. Well, Rabbi, what am I happy about? What am I happy about? That's a crazy question. I mean, all questions are beautiful, but this one needs to be understood. You're breathing. You're walking. You got up this morning. You don't have corona. You're doing great. You're making some flus maybe, some money. I don't know what. Baruch Hashem. Where's your smile on your face? Where's your smile? I'll tell you a little secret. Even if it's not like that, I say, guys, not making any flus, you have to still smile. Why? You gotta say, thank you, Hashem, that you're not making flus. That sounds crazy. But that's the truth. Or if a guy has corona, he has to say, Hasha Shalom, I shall not be, but. Thank you, Hashem, he has Corona. Because we know if Hashem does something, He's doing always the best for us. And that should bring a lot of Simha to a person. But we're going to take a different avenue now to get to Simha now. What is Simha? What really generates happiness? Happiness really is generated by renewal. A guy, let's say, he won a big... Bonanza, he won a big lotto, I don't know what. Wow, guys, I forget it. He's like, because it's something new, something special. In the Megillah it says, La Yehudim ha'yeta ora vikar. To the Jewish people there was ora, light, happiness, sason. There's also joy and vikar. I was like, beauty, honor, beauty. But you notice the word orah is before the word simha. 
and says the Quran Megillah says like this. Quran Megillah Tadzain he says like this. Ora is a Torah. Ora is Torah. Light means Torah. Simhaz Aladay. Sasan is Mila. You got us feeling, but Ora is first. The first thing in order to get to Simha is learning Torah. That's why they bring down the halakhas brought down that before the Sa'udah of, of, of Purim, person should learn Torah. Person should study Torah that day, not just a day of being drunk. Person should study Torah before the meal. Or as before Simha. But for our purposes now, before this week and a half now, is an obligation to be studying Torah and enjoying Torah. Because when you see Torah and you see a new idea, a new novel understanding in the in the Gemara or Mishnah, whatever you whatever you, whatever you are learning, it gives you it gives you a renewal, it's like a renewal, and that brings Simha. Why is it that a person in the middle of his life, let's say, 30 years runs by, like, 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 like two seconds, looks back, wow, so fast. When a kid is two years old, three years old, one years old, years go by like, like a million years. But that's so explains because he sees a lot of new things. To him, the chair is new. To him, the table is new. To him, the bottle is new. To him, the soul shaker is new. To him, the, a book is new. Everything is new. It's new, 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 new. The entire day is new, 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 new. There's a nice song from Ron Fried, you know? New, new. It's a good song. Ron Fried is a nice song. <laughs> but still, understand the point. There's a point here, tremendous point here. Everything is new. It's brand. It's wow, look at that. He sees a new thing. He sees a wall. Wow, he sees a doorknob. Wow, what's a doorknob? What's a doorknob? We walk by a door a hundred times. You don't see anything twice with the doorknob. Because it's not new. We know everything already. Yeah, the whole thing. Oh, something special. Wow, something crazy. Oh, okay, that's a wow. It's a big thing. But everything is regular. And that's why there's no samha. Because everything is regular. The person realizes in the physical world, after a while, you can use everything and this doesn't bring happiness. That's the secret of Simha is to renew. We find husband and wife. There's the halakhot nida. One of the reasons I'll explain because it's a renewal. Oh, after, after her time of Isur, now it's like a new bride again. Renewal again. Oh, there's new Simha coming again. You find this everywhere. When you want to have Simha, there's renewal. And the one thing that gives you that is Torah. In most part. It means more than other things. We know it says, as she says, it's Hazal, in the Pasuk and Aikim, Bechol Yom, every day, it should be in your eyes like new. Today's a new day. Wow. Oh, wow, look, you have a new day. We get so used to it. Oh, we get so used to it. Oh, another day, another day. It doesn't, that doesn't generate happiness. But a person who really realizes that last night I went to bed, it was not for 100% that this morning he's going to wake up. And he woke up suddenly, he woke up, oh, Hashem, in the morning, healthy. It's happiness. A smart man, like Rabbi like Victor Miller, would get up in the morning and be almost dancing. I, another day, wow! Subhanallah. But for us, at least, we should try to get it through Torah, at least. You study Torah and get more involved in it. That brings simha, brings joy, satisfaction. 
Now, we just passed last week, Parashat Shekalim. We have to be now in the very, very important part of the year. These four parashiyot represent Hashem's name, the four letters of His name, Yod Each one of these Shabbatot, Shekalim, Parashat Zachor, Parashat Parah, the red cow, Parashat Ahodesh, about the Paschal Lamb. Each one is giving us another key that we need. Shekalim passed already. A lot to talk about that one now, but right now we're going on Zachor now. Shekalim was packed with a lot of, a lot of elements in Shekalim. What's the idea of giving Shekalim? What's behind it? But I will tell you something interesting. That we know this week about Parashat Zachor, this is a special week of the year that a person is able to eradicate any wrong ideas about Hashem, about religion, any negative thoughts. Because what is Amalek? What Amalek stands for? Amalek stands for the evil in this world. And this is the week when we have the zikhut and merit on Shabbat with Hashem's help to read these three psukim from the Torah. So it's a Torah mitzvah, by the way. You're obligated to hear it. You can't miss it at all. You must hear it. And in those psukim, we're thinking how Hashem is commanding us to wipe out Amalek. It's Amalek is some people which we don't know who they are today, maybe. So we can't fully do the mitzvah on that end, but we know that inside of ourselves many times, we have all some certain ideas, maybe not exactly parallel to the Torah. Not always if we know that. We're biased, we don't really feel sometimes. We have to think, what could we do to be more cleared up, to be closer to Hashem, to take away the mechitzah. To take away the separation. This Shabbat has that power. This whole week. Building up to it. Which as a matter of fact. Next week also has that power. Because we read again. Next Shabbat again. Next Friday. In Purim. America. About Amalek again. Because Haman. So this is, this is the time now. Of the year. This is the time. That a person is supposed to try to think. What evil. Is holding me back. From. Just going. Surging up to Hashem. Wanting to go to shul. Just running to shul. Running to go learn something. Running for a mitzvah. You know, the Ariza, great Kabbalist, almost 100 years ago, he became, he was very great, very, almost like a prophet. It's like a prophet. And he said, he revealed a secret, why did he get to such a level, he said, that when he did a mitzvah, a regular mitzvah even, say, what, tefillin or whatever it is, he was so happy in the mitzvah, so joyful, that that gave him his great level. He had to push to see what's holding us back in the form of Amalek, in different ways it comes in, in different faces it has, Amalek. Every generation different faces. Every person has different faces by him. And to eradicate that Amalek from ourselves. That's the greatness of this week. I'll tell you a story. There's a story that I see Rabbi, Rabbi Elimelech Biederman in his little kuntaras. He says a story here. 
very interesting story about a Russian soldier in the time of the Tsarist Russia. He quotes a story from Rabbi, Rabbi Mendel Putraps. He's talking about to explain last week's parasha of the Hefe Shekel. And he said, Hashem showed Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe didn't understand what kind of coin, how should, how should the coin look? So Hashem took from under his chair of honor, Kavod, he took out a matbash and esh, a coin of a fire. And he showed it to him. Oh, and now Moshe understood what coin to ask for. So they explained why Hashem has coins under his chair. Was that a money box over there? So they want to explain, it doesn't mean the actual coin, it means he showed him the fire. When a person does a mitzvah, has to be with fire. He has to be f- flaming with the mitzvah. He's loving it. He's doing it with his, all, all, all his might. And a sameach with the mitzvah. He's happy. That's that power, that flame, that's the flame that's hidden under Hashem's chair. And Hashem loves that flame. When a Jew does a mitzvah with simcha and studies Torah with simcha, that's what Hashem is loving. That's the flame that He has under his kisayah kavod. And, and, and he explains that that's the only way really, and the greatest way to fight Yasserara, which is just the week about this. How do you fight Yasserara? He says, by the Heta Egel, the golden calf, we know that before they had Matan Torah, when they got Ten Commandments, when Hashem spoke to Israel, right? The, 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 the evil that was put into the world by Adam Arishon eating from the tree of knowledge, one away from Am Yisrael. Pascal Zohamatan, the Gemara says, the Zohama, the dirt, the filth of the sin left Am Yisrael. At that point, they weren't supposed to even die anymore. But then the golden calf, the sin of the golden calf brought back the Yetzirah, brought back the Tum'ah, brought back the evil again. So Am Yisrael started to be scared. What's going to be now? Now the evil came back. So Hashem showed them. He told Moshe, give like this. Give the coin of fire. What are you showing them? If you're going to go with power to fight, you have no fear against Yisrael. And they'll all be scared of you. Yisrael is going to be scared of you. What's the story? Here's a story. True story. It says one time, the Tsar, he sent a bunch of soldiers to go fight against the enemy somewhere in Russia. And the way it was those days, these guys, these goyim, in the daytime they used to fight all day long, all day long with all the power. And at night they used to go someplace and drink, just drink away, get drunk, and just fall out and sleep, wiped out, and then morning get up again and go fight battles again. And that's how it's every day. The daytime they battle, at night they get drunk. One time it happened to one of the soldiers. He drank, he overdrank, and he became so drunk that in the morning his friends, let's go, let's go, we gotta fight, let's go, we gotta fight. He can't get up. The guy's almost dead. They're like dead, dead. Don't hear anything. Let's go, let's go. They didn't kill us. So what could we do? We leave this guy here. And we left. They left. They went, they left. This guy slept till the whole, the whole, till the next night he slept. He got up the next night, he gets up. And he sees himself, all dark here. He's by himself. What's, what's all the guys? What's all the guys? What's going on? <clears throat> you know what to do? He gets up. It, it happened to be, it was Friday night, Shabbat. So he sees one Jewish house over there. Goes to the house. He smelled, the Hamin smell, Charles smell, good smell. He was hungry. No one was there, must be. He didn't care. 
He just took the thing, put the hamin, put it in his own vessels. He tied it up and put it on his horse. And that's it. And he's going to run now with his horse. <clears throat> and the hamin is boiling hot, the child. It's boiling hot. The, the horse was burning from, from heat. The guy started to, to run like crazy, the horse. Mishnun, the crazy horse. Running out of control. He just ran and ran. He ran so fast, the horse, that this guy caught up to the other group that traveled the whole day. And still, the child was still burning, the hamid still burning hot. The horse, the horse didn't stop. He just kept going. That could have stopped him. Horse just kept going. Like insane running into the enemy camp. When the enemy saw from distance to distance this crazy guy flying with a horse like crazy speed, they got so scared, they said, who knows what this guy has with him? Who knows what weapons he's got with him? These guys fly here. They all ran. And, and that's how they finished the war without losing a soldier. True story. Says the rabbi, Rabbi and he says like this, so it is with Yetzirah if he sees you, uh, uh, uh. oh, so he comes at you. But if he sees you, get up and you're fighting without fear. You run out into the enemy camp without fear. So he gets, he gets scared. He says, who knows what this guy's hiding inside? Who knows what he's got? Let's get out of here. Let's get, leave, leave, leave him alone. Let's get out of here. That's a tremendous, tremendous lesson. The fire, the matbeah ish. You gotta have the fire in the battle. It's not enough to fight Yasarara. This week we're learning between Shekel, the, the Ish, the Shekel of Ish, and between the Zachor, we're learning this week, these weeks. It's not enough to be laid back. I'm fine, I'll do my job. No, you gotta be fire. The same way you fire here, that's how you get the Simhan fire. It's fire, Simha. Simha is, is he always got. Hey man, are you lit, man? Yeah, you gotta be lit. But lit means real, not like these guys. Guy, he's lit. Where's he lit from? Where's he lit from? Nothing. What? What? He went out one night. That's called being lit. The guys, the guys, nothing there. There's no fire inside. They're all opposite. There's, there's no flame inside of him. You gotta have the full flame of battle. And that's him. I bring some hot. So there's two ends over here. Number one is the Torah learning. Get more involved this week and a half. Get more involved in it. Get more renewal. Because after all, after Rav Pinkus explains, what was the miracle of Purim really? The miracle was to hand them a team. They were sealed in to be knocked out. Hasrashanam in Shemaim, it was sealed that there'd be extermination of Hasrashanam Am Yisrael. When they got, when they, when they, when they, when it was a turnabout and Haman went down, that was like to hand them a team. It was like the resurrected the dead. Came after the dead. It was renewed. That's why it was so joyful. That's why they received the Torah again. It says in Shabbat, in the Pehet, it says that they received the Torah again from love. Again, Matan Torah again. Because they came back to life. And that's the point. Number one Torah, renewal, Hiddush, getting Sameach. And that leads, Oram Simha, that leads to the Simha. That will lead us to Simha Miti, the true Simha of, of renewal, of understanding how great it is Hashem. And also, hand in hand, it goes to being able to fight against evil, and not to be, to be on the fight. 
to really go into the enemy camp without any, any, any pahad. Just, you know, you know it's right and right. Just continue your program. Have no fear. Whoa, man, I don't know what's going to be. Just keep going. Keep going and fight. Yes, and Hashem sees you fighting and you're really flaming about it. He comes to help you like he did in Purim. Mordechai went out there, took thousands of children and they prayed. He didn't just sit back and he could have said his home midrash, learn some Torah. No, he got out, let's go. He went out to the city, he screamed out. We got to show Hashem they were serious, we're sincere, we want to make Shuvah, we want to be good and fight the battle and get back to the Torah. And that's why we merited to have such a tremendous miracle, the turnabout, which is called Purim. Hashem, <clears throat> Hashem should help us. As I should know, we should really, really use this week. It's once a year, this week, special week. You can do all you, all you want to do, but if you get it now, it sits you the whole year. What you invest in these Shabbatot is for the whole year, it stays with you. Now, this Hashem gives us this chance these weeks to get what we can get. Hashem should help. We should be zuchir to get involved and get more simha and be able to really be sameach and fulfill the mitzvah the right way. Amen.